0: Welcome to Art Everywhere. Today my guest is Mike Whiston. Very famous, although you don't know how famous he is. You probably walk past his work every day. You maybe have a seat on it. Mike. How you doing, Philip? So I don't want to disrespect and call you a wilder or a fabricator because that's 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 like limiting. What what do you think is a good, how do you describe yourself?
1: I stay away from the term artist and go more with fabricator with a des- sense of design. So I can... Uh, I can do the basic thing but add my own little spin to it, but not be super crazy creative.
0: I don't know, dude. I see I see some of your work and I'm like this fucking guy's good. Did you go to school for for like design for anything? Like
1: did you When I was in high school, well, junior high and high school, I took metal shop and wood shop. And always had an interest in cars and bikes and motorcycles. And then graduated high school, went to Chico State, got a finance degree.
0: Oh yeah. That's my, handy.
1: my strength now as a businessman, <laughs> didn't do any kind of work. I did a white collar job, a lot of project management with design companies doing advertising and websites and happened to work at a place where the owner had some very simple steel tube furniture that he had had made. And we expanded the business. He needed some more. And I said, well, I think I could make that. I knew how to weld. So I bought a cheap little welder, cheap little cutoff saw, started putting stuff together. And it just kind of opened a whole spark in my life. Opened me up to all kinds of art and design. And just, I was more aware of things like that. Did a part-time for a long time and then uh, got laid off from my advertising job. Had enough part-time business that thought, okay, well, I'm full-time now. And that was almost 20 years ago.
0: Yeah, dude. Because look, I got welding shirts. <laughs> fucking got welding shirts. That's fucking cool yeah every other idiot in the class also got (laughs) welding certs so it's not like like it's 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 not like it's rocket science to weld but what you do like it's there's a beauty to it and there's there's an elegance to it because it's not it's not a bunch of shit like stuck together which in its own right is kind of magic right um when you make metal, the first time you make metal stick to other metal successfully, it's like holy shit. Yeah. Like when you when when they say oh yeah, you watch the puddle, you watch the puddle. Right. And when you actually see like the puddle fill the hole, and then you can move the puddle to the next part, it's it's really satisfying. I don't know how to describe it.
1: Uh, well, there's beauty in the well too. Is you know you're trying to make it look as good as you can, and there's definitely an art to doing it. And to me, it's just like taking these simple materials and a lot of industrial materials and making them so they're compatible in everyday life and just using the the features that they have you know natural steel a lot of raw wood stuff like that fasteners I like to see screws and nuts and you know don't try to hide that I use my automotive background and kind of bring that in to where you know the fasteners become part of the the design
0: oh very cool Yeah, yeah I saw the shelf that you made it was like wood, it was like walnut and mm. like black square tubing. Mm-hmm. It was really, it was, again, it's elegant. It,
1: and a lot of it is just, to me, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty basic. I make basic stuff, but it ends up, you know, like a flat black metal finish with a nice walnut, shiny walnut wood. Yeah. Ends it, up looking nice.
0: Yeah. it's But there's, there's that thing that you can't really teach that you have. So when you say you're not an artist, I'm like, I beg to differ, dude. You could, you could downplay it. And that's cool because if, you know, whatever makes you good at night, but you know, I see it and and that's why, I mean, Mario saw it first. That's why he had you on the can because he, he's got an eye for it. He's got an eye for talent.
1: Yeah. I think it's just, you know, like having the ability to just kind of look at things and it's a pleasing to me. I think you know, and that and a lot of people tend to like what I do, so it works out pretty well. But you know, I think there's a certain artistry to it. You know, getting blending the right materials together, and everything I do is pretty basic style functionally, and but just trying to make it look a little bit different so it kind of stands out.
0: Yeah, I, I like how you use like texture and like elemental designs, like like this like the like the square tubing with like the walnut it was nice. It just made it look really. Clean. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like overdone. It wasn't janky. It was just like clean.
1: Clean and simple.
0: Clean, simple, yeah.
1: And simple ends up being difficult a lot of times. To make it look simple and clean sometimes take more work than just making a basic thing.
0: Yeah, because your your ego kind of gets in there like, is this good enough? And, right. And that, could, that fucks it up. Like for me, that letting something be like... Good in my mind, a lot of times translates to being great in
1: mm-hmm. other
0: people's experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But myself, I hold myself to the standard that, oh, I have to, if I don't do X amount of work on this, it's not going to be good enough.
1: Right. I'm, I'm rarely completely satisfied with a project. There's always some little thing that I know that I could have done better.
0: Yeah, You 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 spend all
1: this time working on something that no one's ever going to see and you fret over it and go, oh, that's fine. And then come back the next day and make a change.
0: Yeah, there's like an inclusion on the bottom weld underneath the tube and you're like, I know it's there. And I was like, oh, it's beautiful. You're like, you don't get it.
1: I just worry about somebody like me looking at what I built and then thinking it's janky. Well, so that's my critic is like, I'm my own critic.
0: But that's, I think that's what fuels artistry. Mm. Right. When you, when you become, when when you think everything you do is amazing, I think that's when you kind of fall off the, you kind of fall off the map there.
1: Yeah. Like, and I, I finally realized that, you know, I strive for perfection, but you're never going to get perfection. So just try to be as good as it can be.
0: Yeah. At that time. Yeah. Right. Because like I look, I have the luxury of owning a few of my own paintings, <laughs> right. From different eras. Mm. Right. And I see like what I would do different now, but sometimes I miss what I used to do back then.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, at at the time that I did something, say a painting from 10 years ago, there was something to it that's that I can't do anymore. Isn't that weird?
1: Yeah. Like there's
0: a like there's a there's an element, like an elemental like force at work that I didn't know was at work that I had that I just I it just happened in that moment. And I can't recreate it now. I mean, I could, but now it's, it's forced. It's not the same thing.
1: And it could be one of those things where you're, you are freer and more open to whatever happened. Instead, now you're more refined and a little more structured in what you do.
0: Yeah. I think that's part of it. But I, I also think it's like, like you can't unlearn things. Right. And the more stuff you learn, the more stuff just comes out of you, like subconsciously, like you're not giving it thought anymore.
1: Yeah. It just becomes the way it is. Yeah. The way you do business.
0: Yeah. And the, the, like the way you, um, I saw some, uh, some pots that you did, like some, there were like these metal, it was like a wave, like an S curve in them on one side. And then the other side was like square. Oh, right. Yeah. These And there were like these plants potting it. And I was like, dude, that's fucking badass, dude. And people walk by that shit all day. Like I I point stuff out to like people and I didn't even notice was you over. Um, was it not not Bar West? Maybe you did that, too. No, but uh, Bottle and Barlow. Was that you?
1: No, nothing there.
0: You didn't do anything over there on our street. I thought it was I thought that was you. Well, anyway,
1: I think that's the only area I haven't done anything.
0: Well, if anybody over there is listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get a hold of Mike. My kids call me Midtown Mike because that's where most of my clients are.
0: Dude, well, I mean, well, there's something to that. There's something to that. So you're, without realizing it and without us realizing it, you're shaping the way we experience Sacramento, the way people experience Sacramento.
1: True. Yeah. It's And I, I stop and think once in a while about all the stuff I've done. And it's like, wow, I've touched a lot of uh, restaurants where people like what I do. And I'm able to do it for them, and other people enjoy it.
0: Well, like I look at handrails, right? And handrails are just handrails. Mm-hmm. Fucking million people touch those things, and they're just you know you pass by them. But the whole thing about a a, a great design is that you don't realize it's there. You know, it's right? Like
1: you don't you don't realize it's there. And that's how I I'm I'm not flashy, and that I think that's part of it. It's like you want it to be blend into the environment, not stand out and be, you know, look at me, look at me.
0: Yeah. I I think that's, that's like a key element to like great design is just, you know, simplicity Mm -hmm. and working with the whole, the whole package.
1: Functionality with simplicity and then some elegance and a simple design. I work with a lot of clients that have great design sense. That they'll either design it themselves, we'll work together, collaborate, and come up with some kind of a design. And
0: oh, you're a better man than me. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I can't. I can't. When somebody's like, "Oh, well, I have this vision," I'm like,
1: "Ah, oh, God." And I have, don't. <sighs> I worked with some of the same people for 20 years, and we still do work together. And a lot, like, like the building we're in today, I work with the developer, or the con- uh, architect. We'll do just a simple drawing. He'll tell me what he wants. We'll do just a napkin sketch. And I know what he wants. He knows what I can do. And then we do it.
0: Well, see, that's 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 a different thing, right? Then, like, because I recently collaborated with uh, my buddy Gabe on a on a painting. And he just said, hey, I have this thing. Because I want, he's like, you want to fuck with it? Not like, hey, I want you to paint something on it or whatever. He just said, hey, you want to fuck with it? I go, yeah, yeah, send it over. He's like, all right, I, I, you know, I put some stuff on it, but, you know, fuck with it. I said, cool. There was no, there was, there was nothing like, hey, I, I want this or I want that. It was just, he trusted me to just do what I do. Mm-hmm. And I did what I did and I sent it back to him. And I go, dude, do what you do. And he's like, hey, would it be okay if I, I hey, 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 just fucking do what you do. Mm-hmm. So he did. And then he sent it back to me and then I did what I did and I'm like, I think we're done. And then he did like a couple more things and he sent it back to me and I go, okay, we're done.
1: That's cool. That's a cool collaboration where you can both trust each other to do the right thing and end up with a good product.
0: Yeah. And, and I think it's, um, you know, it's rare that I can do that with people um, in that, you know, just like, hey, here, do your thing. But I think that's, that's the level I think you want to get to with a collaborator when you guys, like, you know, you're not sending them blueprints and you're not sending back revisions and and all this shit. It's just like, he's like, all right, dude, you guys speak the same language. Right. You know, like, hey, just fucking go for it. I trust you. Do your thing. Right. Like, you know what he brings and you know what, he knows what you bring and you guys just bring that shit.
1: Yeah. There's not going to be any surprises. That makes it nice that that he can trust me to do my little things. You know, he'll have a basic idea. I'll do my little tricks to it, and then it comes up with a great, you know, a great. In fact, I was walking by a B Street Theater today, the new B Street, and part of the project I did there was we built benches using some. I think they were six by twelve beams. Put three of them together upright. Then I made these inset uh channels that they stood up on. You never see anything like that. They're totally simple, totally they look amazing. And this was a design we kind of worked through together that I'm pretty proud of. That was a that was a cool project.
0: Well, it kind of goes back to like everything you everything you've done in your life has led up to that project.
1: And that's the thing, is it? It really has. All of my experiences, you know, being in a a project manager for a design company, I was exposed to design, um, working in a welding shop, going to high school, working for a car racing team, building, working on my own cars. And now it's kind of- you're a car guy. Yeah, I'm a big car guy.
0: A big car guy.
1: I'm more of a car guy than I actually have cars, but in my own mind, I'm a car guy.
0: No, no, no. I I, <laughs> I stalked your Instagram a little bit. I was like, "Hey, look at oh, my I love keys. cars.
1: That's yeah, that's my passion." And
0: what happened uh not too long ago, you got in a fender bender what happened there?
1: Uh my neighbor backed up into my car. Oh.
0: Cuz that was an odd that was an odd dent. I was wondering what happened if somebody had like smacked your door while it was open. It cuz yeah. it kind of looked like that. It was like right there in that area.
1: It, yeah, and he this is in my shop parking lot and he <laughs> walked in and said, "Uh, hit your car." And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I backed into your car. I said, You kidding? No. Sure enough. And that's my baby. It's my old BMW that I love to drive and I was heartbroken, but I'll fix it and it'll be better.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, for a car guy, that's
1: It was a little rough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was pissed.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and it's wor- it's almost worse when it's somebody you, you like. Right. Somebody you know, it's like, ah, oh, you can't say nothing. You can't do you like, All
1: right, buddy. I was pissed for a minute and then it's like, all right, whatever. And he filed it with his insurance. I got some insurance money and I'll fix it myself someday. And of course, because I'm a car guy, I'll fix it myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why would you hire somebody else to do that shit? Yeah.
1: How do you spend the insurance money? So
0: get <laughs>
1: <laughs> Two days later, it's gone. Like, I don't know. Fender's 150 bucks. I can get that.
0: And so you said you studied design. A little bit like, how, like what,
1: well, it was more working with, um, I worked with a advertising marketing company and we, we were building websites when the internet first
0: happened. took off like the bubble. Yeah.
1: I mean, this was, we were getting 2002, 2003 that. Yeah. And we were getting big money. I mean, we had this, we had a, a lot of people that worked there. We were very, we were, uh, it was kind of funny. Everybody wore black. It was one of those, you know, we were consultants and oh, nice. we'd get a hundred grand for a simple website. And now that you could do yourself, but back then, you know, we were going to visit these startup companies in Silicon Valley that wanted to make internet enabled toasters and irons and, you know, (laughs) all these wacky ideas. I mean, we're doing huge dollar stuff. Because we were one of the first ones in there.
0: And it was an emerging market. Like there was no, like the internet, uh, you know, people just carried around in their pocket now.
1: Yeah, it was brand new. It was like,
0: like, it was brand new for everyone.
1: Like Amazon was selling books. Books. That's it.
0: Yeah. I, I remember like having to go to the library to, to look, to, to look at a computer and play with it. Like I didn't know how to get online. I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. I had to ask the librarian.
1: Yeah, that was back in the dial up modem days yeah. where you would <laughs> Yeah. It, <laughs> you'd try to down some download something at night. It would go all night and then you'd look in the morning. It was still halfway through and then it would lock up.
0: So so look at buddy. Listen, this is how old I am. <laughs> this is how old I am. My buddy used to, before he left school, he would download a page of porn, right? And print it out and he'd go to school and then come and then run home to get it before his mom came home. And sometimes it wasn't done printing. That's how old I
1: am. Mom's like, why is my phone bill a thousand dollars? And why is this stuff coming off my printer?
0: Dude, it's fucking that. Yeah. And then he turned around and like sell it at school. For like ten bucks, we'd go buy weed. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was a, it was a hustle. It, was, it
1: was real entrepreneurial it, stuff yeah you know And all I mean? the internet really is is just a magazine that's printed. Or, I mean, a yeah. magazine online. Yeah, it's an online magazine. Yeah, that's all and a magazine's internet. a website that's printed.
0: Yeah, it's it's so weird. But <laughs> that's we used to, you know, dial up was a thing. Like you couldn't be on the phone and the internet at the same time.
1: I remember getting fifty six k. That was like. That was the next, it was a dial up was like 16, I think 16 K. And then 56 K was like the blaster.
0: It was like, holy shit.
1: Yeah. You could download stuff in less than a day. And then it was ISDN lines. And now it's, you know,
0: Everything's wireless. Yeah. Like I, I went to, I got my certificate for, um, uh, fiber optics. Like how to polish, how to hand polish, all, of, all the tips, all that mm. stuff, how to splice, how to do all that, how to do punch downs, all that. It's all obsolete. Now, They, you know, by the time I was done and I got my certification, they already had the machines where you just slide the thing in there, slide the thing in there mm. and you close it. And when you close it, it goes mm. and everything, the thing pops out,
1: Well, ready to go. The ability to hand polish a tip has always come in handy, so I think yeah. that's a life lesson that you'll always have.
0: Yeah, but you still have to have the, the the pads, and you have to have the solution, and you have to have all that shit to, to actually get it done. Otherwise, it doesn't fucking work.
1: Well, there's that, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I wouldn't even know where to get that stuff now. But, you know, it helped, Yeah, I guess, at the time. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to be able to do this. And uh, my buddy's like, yeah, bro, this shit's outdated. I was like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, dude. They got the machine watch. Look. Like,
1: You're like, oh, obsolete. Fuck. <laughs> well. I got to learn to polish something else now. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: fuck. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> but, yeah. It was,
1: it was crazy to think back when, um, when the internet really first started that we're like, eh, is going to be a thing? Is it real? Is it going to work?
0: Well, after the dot-com bubble, right, when that happened, like Enron and all that shit <sighs> and all those companies... <laughs> you know when all bless you sorry guys oh that's good
1: (laughs) super sneeze
0: yeah (laughs) like when all those companies went belly up all those internet companies and everyone's stock took a shit because they didn't really have anything like they had all these internet companies that
1: uh, they were just there and people
0: bought all this stock in them but they didn't really do anything right they promised that they could do stuff but it's like but nobody wants that stuff right so fucking people lost a shit ton of money, except for the pumping numbers. Right. You know, those fuckers, you know, they're still making money.
1: <laughs> but you look at it now, I mean, think about with the internet. I buy everything online. I pay all my bills online. I mean, if you want to buy something, you Google it, find it. Thirty seconds later, you paid made the order and you're done.
0: Oh, I don't I don't do that. No. I don't do that, Mike. I, I gotta I gotta kick the tires, buddy.
1: It depends on what I'm buying.
0: Like I got to look at, I, I know nothing about cars, by the way, I'm the opposite. Okay. I know nothing about cars. I know what looks cool. Right. I know what sounds cool, but. Well, you're halfway there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I enjoy a good aesthetic mm-hmm. and when a car has got a fucking growl, like right. I know sound. Right. So when a car has a fucking growl, you're like, Oof, mm-hmm. that's nice. <laughs> but then those fucking Teslas are faster than everyone. They accelerate yeah. better than anyone.
1: But they don't have the sound. To me, that's the sound, the, the smell. The sound,
0: the feeling. The you
1: go to the drag races or any kind of car race, you get the smell, you get the you sound. And you feel that shit in
0: your chest. Yeah. You feel that shit. Like, uh, going by, like, remember Monster Trucks were a big thing oh, in the yeah. 80s? Like, Bigfoot, yeah. Gravedigger, Grave Digger, all those things. Yeah. Dude, Gravedigger, like. When that thing revs up, you, like, feel that shit in your, right. like, rumbling through right. your body. It's like, whoa, dude, that's fucking wild.
1: Now you go to the, if you go to the electric drags, it just, it's like this. And next up. Uh, <laughs> dude. You don't smell methane burning and, you know, all these yeah, horrible a lot of- gas fumes that will kill you and <laughs> smoke and rubber. And-
0: it was something for your senses,
1: Oh, totally. Yeah. It's a full sensory experience.
0: Yeah. Because you're like watching, you're smelling, Mm -hmm. you're, you can taste like the, like the metal in the air. Yeah. It's like something like metallic in the air. Yeah. Clutch
1: dust. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's fucking, (laughs) there's something to that.
1: Yeah. Like I watch these, they have these, uh, Formula One cars that are basically electric and they just, they sound like slot cars. What's a slot car? Oh, back in the old days, Philip. There were these tracks, <laughs> <laughs> plastic tracks. That oh, were oh, oh,
0: oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I used to get beat with those. What are you talking about? I used to get, they, Not they the were black wheels. with the yellow. They were black with the yellow, and they had the the car had the. It had like a little... Like a brush
1: uh, in the front. Yeah. Yeah, it had a brush in the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it had like a little hook in there, like like a, like a like an L yeah. would come out of there. And you put that thing in, and then you got to squeeze the trigger. Exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. And then when you do that shit too late at night, your mom hits you with a fucking track. <laughs> yeah, I remember,
1: bro. I think Hot Wheels tracks became one of the biggest uh, abuse items. <laughs> <laughs> the parents loved it, too. It's like, well, oh, we'll get you Hot Wheels. Well, they go... <laughs> Yeah.
0: When they're swinging them at you? You're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get my ass whooped.
1: Wait till your father gets home.
0: Uh, No, my mom always took care of that shit.
1: I was just thinking about that the other day. My mom used to do that. Wait till your dad gets home. Dad would get home and he's like, what, I got to... I got to beat the kid. I just came home and I, I don't even know what's kid? going on. And now I got to uh, belt him for some stupid thing.
0: like come here. I'm going to beat you.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have a beer. Okay, no. do Welcome home. Yeah.
0: You're fucking up my day, kid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Give me a lucky Dude. lager.
0: Oh, lucky loggers.
1: Yeah. I remember my dad, he always had a refrigerator in the, in the garage and he always had cars and motorcycles to work on. And I remember we'd, uh, occasionally he'd let me drink the lucky lager and, On the the bottle cap had like a little, uh, you had to figure out the story. So it was like symbols and letters and figure out what it said.
0: And come with a decoder ring. How do they expect drunk people to figure this shit out?
1: They give a lot of credit. (laughs) No one ever figured them out. It's still a mystery.
0: They gave a lot of credit to fucking drunks in the
1: uh, the seventies and eighties. Well, for three bucks, a 12 pack or case or whatever it was.
0: (laughs) You know, I I opened up a, a wall one time, um, it was a it was an exterior wall. I was replacing the T11 shed on the outside of a building, and I opened it up, and there was the old school Olympia cans mm. that somebody had left in there.
1: Wow. the remember the tiny ones?
0: Yeah, well, the ones that had the peel off.
1: Oh the pop pop. Pop yeah. top.
0: Yeah, it was just it was just you just peeled it off. It was like yeah. a piece of little like sticky foil and you just peeled oh, that okay. yeah, off. Remember yeah. those? Yeah. And just peel that thing off. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> dude, I haven't seen those things since I was a kid, kid. Did you drink it? No, I didn't drink it. They were empty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's when the top was tin. Right. Yeah, the top was tin and the outside was aluminum.
1: Right. And they had the went to the pop tops. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dude fuck good old days
0: it's good old days man Uh, (laughs) it's so weird because like to me like growing up like that all that shit was like normal now
1: Mm -hmm. it's
0: like oh you know fucking getting up there
1: yeah yeah. i remember going to college and we'd drink schaefer beer that was our go-to it was a the sportsman's beer
0: the sportsman's beer
1: (laughs) and it was like three bucks a 12 pack had like a a, you know a trout and a bear and a like (laughs) look like water on the can (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, they're appealing to everybody's fucking better sensibilities huh?
1: but then i was in chico so i discovered sierra nevada pale ale which had just come out by the time i got up there and i was like whoa dude
0: i heard is i heard that when you go there to the brewery up there that the beer is amazing
1: yeah i'm sure it is
0: but when they bottle that shit and like bring it down it's just like you know it's fucking
1: it's still it's like, pretty good I can't,
0: I can't really drink them yeah. Like their IPAs and all that stuff, I can't, I can't really do them. I, I've thing. tried, I've got the like the you know the variety packs. Right, I've gotten them before, and uh, I can't do it.
1: I still pale ale or the uh, torpedoes.
0: Torpedo. Yeah, torpedo. So
1: yeah, 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 that's still kind of my go-to. I think
0: that's kind of the best one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, but I yeah, hear the,
1: the owner brewer used to deliver kegs to the restaurant I worked at when I was in Chico. That's
0: Whoa. Well, Chico's a party school, dude. Well, so that's the, what they say. Well, I heard it's been. <laughs> I remember a few years back, it won like number one party school in America, like three years in a row or some shit.
1: Yeah, I was up there then, and that I think I was up there in the peak from like '81 to '85.
0: Well, I'm talking like
1: 2007, 2008. I oh, was still. Yeah, they were keeping the banner going. Yeah,
0: it's it's a party school.
1: Yeah. It was, yeah, it was the best five years of my life.
0: Well, it's right there by
1: Humboldt too. Mm -hmm. Like it's a,
0: it's just a, it's a short drive. It's an hour and a half drive from Humboldt County. Right. So, you know.
1: The party Mecca.
0: Oh yeah. So they're just partying out there.
1: Yeah. It was a great, yeah, that was a good time. My dad bought my grandparents old house. It was a four bedroom with an apartment in the back. Oh. So I had me, two of my buddies from high school and then we'd rent rooms out. We were at, belonged to a co ed social orga- organization called Red Barn and just had great parties all the time. And I was able to keep my C average though.
0: Hey, that's all you need. <laughs> like I don't understand people who worry about getting an A. Like I'm a little, don't get me wrong. I'm a little like, hey, if I'm gonna put in the effort, I want a fucking A. Right. But I have I have friends who are like, oh dude, I need to fucking get an A. I need to get it. Like, hey, look. You're not getting into a job where you're making, you know, 300K a year salary and they're gonna review your transcripts. Right. You know what I mean? They, don't, you got fucking, a C in they English? don't care. They don't care. Yeah, you're applying for the fucking county. Right. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You can get a state job. Who cares? Yeah. You not they care what if you got an
1: A or a B or a C? I feel like my experience was almost more of a social education. You know, yeah, I learned some stuff, but just you know, having friends and hanging out and working and going to school and balancing all that stuff was just a great experience. And, you know, it's the first time I was on my own too. So, You know, you're wide open. It's like, yes, I can do anything I want anytime I want.
0: Yeah, that's, I, well, that's kind of the illusion, right? Like you can just do whatever you want. Like when you're when you're a kid. You think, man, when I get out of here, I'm going to do whatever I want. But then you're like, oh, dear, I'm going to need money. So I got to do yeah. this and I got to do that. And then I can do whatever I want, uh, but I can't because now I'm broke because I paid all my fucking bills. And I'm like, right. Ah. Yeah. But it's nice when you're young and unattached because you can split that burden with four of your dumb friends.
1: Right. Do whatever the right. fuck you want? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and your expectations for, aren't very high, so it doesn't take a lot to to make it happen. Yeah,
0: if you're not dead. Yeah. <laughs> then that's a fucking win, dude. You now you go partying with your friends, you know, have yeah. some girls, you're like, "Hey, dude, that was a fucking great weekend."
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, we would we had a couch on the porch. So Saturday morning and Sunday morning, we'd all kind of gather out there and <laughs> review our week and what happened the night before and who was with who and who wasn't. and It yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Was. Who
0: threw up on somebody's shoes. And, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who
1: didn't clean up the throw up in the house. <sighs> oh, dude. <laughs> and I was like the house mother because my dad owned it. So I was like the manager, you know, and I got all these slobs that I'm living with. Yeah. We'd and all have, that shit lands on you. It's like, how many dishes can you have in the sink before you decide to clean? It's like, come on, man. All of them.
0: Jesus. And then, and then. When you need a dish and there's none left, you wash one.
1: Right. Just the one you need. <laughs> Just the
0: one you need.
1: <laughs> or go out and buy some paper plates.
0: That's a real scumbag move, dude. And I approve. <laughs> yeah. I approve. If you're if you're under 25, feel free.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, good times.
0: Right, fuck yeah. So so you took metal shop in high school, and that's where you learned how to weld?
1: We had in uh I went to school in Concord in the Bay Area, and in middle school, we had wood shop and auto, or uh, metal shop and wood shop. So, I took that for two years in middle school, and then in high school, we had wood shop, metal shop, and auto shop. So, I always took those because that helped me get my grade average up because I was good at that. Yeah,
0: and they're they're easy classes. You're not, you don't got a bunch of fucking homework and all that shit. Yeah,
1: I'm not good at civics or uh, (laughs) California history or whatever else it was. I think
0: they don't even call it civics anymore. I think now remember it was civics and then social studies.
1: Social studies, yeah. And now
0: it's called uh what is it? Polyci.
1: Uh-huh. Political sci uh, political science? sci is something different. Maybe it involves more than one partner or <laughs> three partners or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's when you're uh I learned about a polycule. What's a polycule? Polycule is where you can lay out in kind of a chart form your partners because you have more than one and also their partners. So it's like a, you know, I'm in the middle and then I have... It's like a Venn diagram for people who are super horny. (laughs) I have two partners. One's, you know, him, her, and then she, him, and then they date another person and...
0: Oh, oh, it's the chain of STDs.
1: Basically, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: that's how you'd figure out, when I was a kid, that's how you figure out how you got the clap, dude. Right. You know what I mean? But now it's like- You can like, backtrack. I, look, man, God bless anybody for trying to figure all that shit out, but- Yeah. I, I say, uh, you know, you're flirting with all kinds of shit. Fucking yeah. uh resistant strains or whatever the fuck. I, I can do my diagram real quick. It's me. Right. And then my wife. <laughs>
1: Right. If there's anything else, you mine know, mine currently is just one big circle, and it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, but nowadays, yeah, everybody wants to have all. I these. never heard polycule though. That oh, was polycule. something new. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes along with the uh, pronouns. So I had a little discussion oh, with a person yeah. that I wasn't yeah. buying into their.
0: Yeah, I, I commented on that on that post.
1: Pronouns. It.
0: Well, look, look. Some people, I'll say this some people are burdened by a a feeling that they're they're extremely different and that there's something wrong with them until they find out there's other people like them right and then they realize like oh this is within the realm of normality like this is i'm okay being this
1: Right. Right. And they have an identity.
0: Yeah. And they, and they have this identity and, and other people share something very similar to them and they feel like they're not alone anymore.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: I love that that has happened with with the birth of the internet and all this stuff. And it's fucking cool that people can feel like they're not a fucking, a total weirdo.
1: Like, look, yeah, they have fellow weirdos.
0: Yeah. They have fellow weirdos. Like when you, when you're in a group of weirdos and you're a weirdo, like you're, (laughs) you're you're not a weirdo. You're you're not a weirdo. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. I, I love that. But along with that movement, has I that I've seen have been people who attach themselves to it to 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 stand out as exceptional. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you're not exceptional,
1: right? you you know. What well, I mean? it's almost like vegans that you know somebody's a vegan because they'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, that's fine. Knock yourself out. I don't. It's like
0: a yeah. It's like a badge of honor. Yeah. yeah and if yeah. you're
1: not a vegan, it's like, oh, okay. Well, if you don't mind eating animals, then that's good for you.
0: Look, I, look, God bless anybody who's a vegan, right? Yeah. If you're doing it for health reasons, whatever. But, um, myself, I prefer a dinner that used to have a face, right? Maybe a name, <laughs> you know, like, uh, the other, just last night or what was it? No, it wasn't last night. It was the night before. I was scrolling through Instagram or, or Facebook or something. And somebody had a picture of a, of them holding a piglet and everyone's like, oh my God, it's so cute. It's, uh, right. and I, dude, you know how hard it was to not type Canadian she bacon. Looks de-
1: she looks delicious. <laughs> right? I could just eat her up. All right. Give me some bacon and eggs. Look, and
0: then the other thing is somebody said like, well, how big is it going to get? And they were like, oh, the size of a small dog. I'm like, not if you feed it right. <laughs> Not if you feed it right. That's a full grown hog. That's going to yeah. be a fucking, that's going to be a big pig,
1: dude. Yeah. That's food for a week.
0: Yeah. If you let them, if you let them outdoors, they get fucking big, dude. Mm-hmm. And they just keep eating. If you keep them indoors and don't feed them much, they'll stay small, but you're just basically malnourishing that fucker.
1: Yeah. But you if you can,
0: let them outside, they fucking, their hair gets thicker, their hair gets longer. They get fucking super hungry. They're like, feed me, bitch.
1: Yeah. Like, you got ah. ribs, you got pork loin, bacon. <sighs>
0: Look, I grew up eating. So here's the thing. I grew up like on a chicken ranch. Okay. Right. So I lived in San Jose on the east side, in the east, in the, in a very Mexican part of San Jose, like there's still dirt roads, all that shit. In the morning you got woken up by roosters, (laughs) whether you had them or not, because everybody fucking had roosters. Yeah. Like there'd be dead roosters in the street from getting hit. By cars. Right. There was more, there was more roosters than cars at that point. And my grandma used to fucking kill a hen and she'd gut it and pull the eggs out and, you know, pull the feathers off and all that stuff in the back sink. Right. And my dad, God bless him. He, uh, he had a little bit of a Cocaine fancy, right? He fancied the cocaine. He liked the booger sugar. Yeah, he liked the booger sugar. It was the 80s, you know, it was the 80s. And he was making stupid money uh, for a, you know, 30-year-old in 1980-whatever. Right. So he'd be up all night, and then he'd be like, you know what's a great idea? I'm going to go buy turkeys. (laughs) And this dude goes and buys turkeys, comes up. Before we even wake up on a Saturday morning, this dude's already back from the flea market with turkeys. (laughs) And I'll never forget, dude, he he pulls them out, and they're so cute. You know, little baby chicks? Mm. They're so cute. He pulls them out, and he goes, hey, look what I got. And my sister starts naming them. And my dad goes, don't name them. And she goes, why? He's like, because we're going to eat them. <laughs> they're not going to be and around that go- long. Yeah, and she goes, no. <laughs> and sure enough, dude, we fucking, we raised them up. I, you know, before, you know, it was already part of my routine. You know, we had rabbits. We had finches. But my dad loved animals. but finch? you know, finch, Good no, they're, they're little. They're little. Yeah. You can't. I little mean, you can make a soup out of them. No, you know what I mean? Can. You can get enough of them, you make a soup, Finch soup. I'm sure they're <laughs> fucking tasty. But, you know, I used to get up every morning before I go to school. I'd have to go feed the animals. Before you eat, they eat. Mm. So you, you fucking go feed the animals, you feed everybody. It's fine, fine, fine. Six <laughs> months goes by, Thanksgiving time. <laughs> right? So we go Jimmy back Jimmy, the turkey's gone. Oh, listen, listen, dude. <laughs> we had like these downed, they were like old telephone poles that had gotten chopped down when they redid the thing. And my, my grandpa just parked uh, like a trailer on them. So it was like out of the dirt. So those telephone poles are out there. My my grandpa and my dad walk out and they go, hey, come on. And you go, okay. I'm cool. I'm like, seven? <laughs>
1: they
0: said, come with us. We're going we're gonna to get dinner ready. I'm like, why? What? Mm. And my grandpa goes, and before he walks out, he grabs the, the machete. He's got a machete.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: grabs that thing, takes it out there. I'm like, Hmm that's interesting. <laughs> we go outside. My my dad grabs the turkey. We walk over to the telephone pole. And my dad puts the turkey. My my dad puts the turkey's head like on the <laughs> on the telephone pole, and the turkey, you know, the turkey just sticks his head back up. Like, what? What are we doing? <laughs> so, so my so my grandpa tells him. You hold him. And my dad goes, all right. So he fucking holds the turkey's head down. My grandpa gets the fucking machete. Whap. Dude, that turkey goes flying out of my dad's hands. Except the head. And goes, like just running around the fucking backyard. We had a big backyard, dude. Just And fucking feathers are just going, and the, the wings are just going. We're like, what the f-? And, dude, and I'm just like in shock. Like, Whoa. What has happening? Chopping the head
1: off wasn't even the big thing. It was the fact that it was running around without yeah, a head. Well, dude,
0: it was just like, wait, what? Like <laughs> you can run without a head, and then that, that thing that? just like, just like fucking petered out. And my sister couldn't watch. My sister didn't watch.
1: Scarred for life.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> so they they got the the thing, you know, feathered and all that shit, and cleaned them out. Had it for Thanksgiving. My sister ate it. It was delicious. (laughs) Right. But it it taught me that like, hey, man, food comes at a price.
1: Right. You
0: know what I mean? You can't just kill animals. You can't just fucking, you know what I mean? If you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to eat something or if you're going to raise something to eat it, you know, you treat it with respect, you treat it with honor. And when you kill it, you kill it quick, as painless as possible. And you eat it and you give thanks for. Right. You know, for all that. And then, you know. Enjoy. Yeah. Do it again.
1: (laughs) And yeah, I'm not a big fan of killing things, but if you kill it to eat it, I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's like, everything's alive. Mm -hmm. Like that's the, that's the other thing. Like people, like I I was watching this thing and they're like vegan mozzarella (laughs) and they threw nutritional (laughs) yeast in the fucking thing. Like that's one of the things I'm Mm. like, that yeast is alive,
1: stupid. Right, and
0: that yeast is alive. Yeah. So what are you? What are you talking about? You're killing something. Right. People go, oh, but it's not a mammal.
1: Like it's still alive. It, it's
0: got brothers and sisters, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> I can never figure out the vegan chorizo. You want to take the nasty I love it. But you want to take the nastiest sausage ever, and oh. recreate it in a With vegan form. With the nastiest
0: form. oils ever. <laughs> right. Dude, just get the fucking. Just eat the fucking animal.
1: Right, it's delicious. Enjoy it, yeah.
0: Dude, I like going to the the Mexican market and getting the house chorizo. Mm. So you go there and you like they'll they'll have like chorizo that they have like out wet, but when you make when you get the real like sausage, it's in the casing.
1: Right, a little firmer. Yeah, it's in the greasy. casing, and they
0: have some that's aged.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Right, because yeah. the, the stuff that you buy like in the plastic package,
1: yeah, like it's that's just been, like
0: yeah, it's processed. It's right? grease
1: with yeah, it's, a little fat.
0: Yeah, it's it's grease fat spices it's yeah. delicious Tastes great yeah don't get me wrong uh, uh also pro tip instead of uh using oil to cook your like bland chicken breast in cook it in chorizo
1: Ooh. oh house watering
0: it's fucking nice dude <laughs> it's really nice but anyway uh you get the house chorizo and you can buy it by the foot mm. right you buy it by the foot whatever
1: and uh you get the John Holmes or you yeah, get, you get the, the
0: John Holmes, you get the, <laughs> the stinky pinky, you get <laughs> whatever you get. Give me get. the shorty. <laughs> yeah. Give me the, <laughs> give me the knuckle buster. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you, you buy that shit and it, and it cooks up like a, like a sausage link almost. Right. Like a big, like almost like a kielbasa. Yeah. Or linguisa so or like, something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a Spanish style. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause so the the whole, the, the way chorizo came about was, and a lot of uh, Mexican food came about, was the when the conquistadors came over, they came over with cows, they came over with pigs, stuff that the natives have never seen before. Hmm. And they had basically like enslaved all the natives. They basically conquered them. Right. And they said, okay, we're going to eat all the meat and then whatever's left you guys can have. Mm. So these guys said... Okay, watch. <laughs> so they fucking came up with menudo. They kind of came up with fucking chorizo. Right. And they came up with all these different styles of, you know, the tacos de seso. Like, so the the brains. Oh, right. The beef brains. Dude, mm-hmm. Have you ever had?
1: They're fucking good, dude. I eat, t- I, I'm a huge fan of taco trucks. I eat a taco truck two, three times a week. I like it. But I stick with Al Pastor or... Carne asada. You ever, just, you ever have lengua? I've had it once, but yeah, it just didn't do anything for me. You don't fuck with menudo. No, I gotta go pizzoli, bro. I'm white, man. Bro, I come from a long line of white people. You know what we gotta do? We don't like that funky <laughs> shit. You know what we gotta do?
0: We gotta get you hungover, and then give That's you a fucking look, and then give you a fucking <laughs> bowl of menudo.
1: Call me like, tomorrow. Look,
0: like no water, just a bowl of menudo with extra lemon wedges.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, dude! Yeah, you gotta have onions. Tani- oh, yeah, the onions, the cilantro. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I do oregano. Okay, my, my I wife does cilantro. My wife does oh, cilantro, cilantro, and I'm like, look, it's. I grew up with. I guess it's a it's a different thing, but like I guess it's a regional thing. Mm. Like some folks put cilantro in their menudo, and some people put oregano.
1: I've seen it in restaurants, but I've never used it.
0: Yeah, I do the oregano.
1: My new favorite soup. From a while back is a carne and sahugo. What's that? It's like chopped carne asada, chopped bacon, and then like a meat juice broth. And they put uh, cilantro and onions and chopped avocado on top. That's the bomb, dude!
0: That sounds amazing.
1: And apparently, it's uh, the rest. The recipe differs from family to family. So if you go to one restaurant and have it, it'll be slightly different than the other place.
0: Yeah, as good recipes should be.
1: Yeah. But yeah, you that's know, why I love that stuff. Uh, what's it called? Well, I'm going to butcher it. It's carne in suhugo. In suhugo? Carne, E N S U G O.
0: Oh, it's so. Yeah, so in, it's s- in, in suhugo. Like uh, in it's it's meat in, in its in own juice.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's the bomb. There's a place in West Sac that I go to. It's uh, La. La favorita, I think. They have it there. Um, That's how I keep my boyish figure.
0: Oh, yeah. Looking svelte, buddy. <laughs>
1: looking svelte. I love taco trucks.
0: Oh, dude. I f- dude. I have to fight the urge. Like, whenever I see a taco truck, I'm like, oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> my problem is I, that don't fight the urge. Oh, dude. <laughs> well, well,
0: well, the thing is, I like to go to a restaurant and and ask the staff like hey what do you eat
1: yeah yeah like what do you eat
0: like not what's when this popular, place is closed like, what are you eating like, like yeah when because a long time ago i realized like hey these fuckers eat this shit like whenever they forget their lunch or whatever right. they, pro- they probably had everything on the menu and they're sick of it right so, so like hey when you gotta eat something here what do you eat and they usually like 99 times out of 100
1: hook you up with, hook something. You up with something fucking yeah.
0: This. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. And it's like the <laughs> secret menu.
1: Right. Right. Ask yeah. them what they get. Right.
0: You know, man, they'll probably go talk to the cook or whatever. Be like, hey, hook them up with the whatever.
1: It's yeah. like when you go to a Chinese restaurant and you see people they're Chinese and they're eating things and it's like, I didn't see that on their menu. Yeah, what is that?
0: And they're like, oh, that's special.
1: They got the hookup. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Like the people hookup.
0: Yeah. Does the, the homie hookup?
1: Yeah. That's the homie hookup. <laughs> that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So just go hey what's that get yeah. some of that
1: give me what you got
0: yeah because i mean who else knows better right right and the people who work there like exactly. you got to in and out and be like hey how do you guys do it right what do you get
1: it's a whole you, different style yeah give
0: me that fucking i don't want fucking animal style that's
1: yeah we've all done that <laughs> yeah who hasn't yeah
0: who hasn't an animal style <laughs> fucking
1: duh yeah like what do you guys do she gets tired of it but that's <laughs>
0: I like what I like, Mike. <laughs> I like what I like.
1: If I just had a her, then I'd be good.
0: <laughs> oh, buddy, you're a charming cat. I am. You're a handsome devil.
1: Mm,
0: yeah. Thank yeah.
1: you. What are you doing? What are you, just,
0: what are you just? Oh, I'm fucking going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> passing out. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but nah, you're single.
1: Yeah, I've uh, I've been divorced for six years. So, oh, After too. a long marriage.
0: Hey, ladies, listen, looking for a a seasoned man, a man who's been there, done that, man who can show you a thing or two about life, you know, hit up Mike.
1: Blood, sweat, and tears.
0: Uh, What's that Instagram, Mike?
1: Mike 12M.
0: And where does that come from?
1: When I first started doing my part-time business of making furniture, I had a day job and then I come home at night and work. And I'd work until about midnight. So being creative, I thought, well, oh, I can call myself 12M, 12 midnight design. And there it was.
0: Nice. I thought it was like 12 meters. Man. Yeah. Like, that's Mike possible 12 meters. too. I was like, Mike 12M, <laughs> is, that, is that meters? I'm like, I was thinking of measurement. Like,
1: whatever. People still call it like 3M or 4M or.
0: Mike 3M.
1: Yeah. Like, Well, it was already taken. So I had to go with something different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, are you, so where are you originally from
1: I was born in Oakland moved to Concord which is a suburb kind of a East Bay uh, when I was
0: in the pavilion
1: exactly,
0: exactly. yeah but the only reason anyone knows about Concord is the Concord Pavilion they yeah. have great concerts
1: at one point we lived a quarter mile away from them the, the oh, pavilion my God yeah dude,
0: i grew up in san jose so like anytime there was something at the pavilion like you got to try to find a ride right because it's you know because yeah. the best like not the biggest acts but like the best acts like the ones you wanted to see yeah that was like, a hot there. spot yeah it was like oh dude like these up and like these mid-tier guys mm-hmm. and gals that like you really like that or like on the come up right you know you're like oh dude, i gotta see them, man they're gonna be there and it's like ah, you're grounded
1: can't well, the car like, and when i grew up there was a there was a park next to our school our high school and it became the home to the um jazz festival so there'd be you know like dave rubeck like the old school jazz guys so we'd sneak in there as kids and check it out for a while and
0: now, what's that it was like a smell? block away and what's that funny smell in the air <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't i don't think there was much of that at that point <laughs>
0: i I think, feel, was, I think there was more than you know because nobody knew what it smelled like,
1: yeah, I don't think I had I don't think i had experienced that at that point.
0: Jazz musicians had,
1: yeah, yeah. oh yeah, they had that's
0: <laughs> because that, that's the thing like at that time, like in the, oh, that's in, true. the that was in the sixties seventies, like people smoked rolled cigarettes, right. You know, they had to actually advertise to get people into, you know, tailored cigarettes where they're like pre-rolled right. and, you know, you smoke one with a with a filter. Hey, yeah. this new filter, I'm going to keep you happy. <laughs> like all that shit. Right. So people are just like, people were rolling cigarettes all the time. Nobody batted an eye. So you right. roll a joint. Right. And no one's going to really look at you funny because, or you put a little bit in your cigarette.
1: Right. Or you just think it's a skunk or...
0: Yeah, whatever. And yeah. nobody knew like suburban house moms didn't know what the fuck weed smelled like. No, no. Most cops didn't know what weed smelled like, I'm sure.
1: Right. Yeah, I remember my uncle, he was a he was uh, my hippie uncle.
0: Oh, no. Nice. Came back
1: from uh Vietnam. And I remember we would visit him up at he lived up in a uh, Blue Lake, like Humboldt County, of yeah, course. Yeah, of
0: course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember laying in bed hearing him talk to my mom and dad. It was my mom's brother. Of course. About smoking weed. I don't think they did at that time, but he was asking them if they wanted to. And
0: And they're like, I don't know. We got kids.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd smoked with them a couple of times.
0: Oh, dude. So, so my hippie (laughs) uncle was my gay uncle.
1: Mm. And. The uncle that never married.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. He was like gay. He like, uh, he was a Diana Ross impersonator. (laughs) Like he was, he was like gay, gay. But he was like gay in the '60s. Like like nowadays, it's it's easy to be gay, right? right. I mean, no no offense to anybody who's struggling with their sexuality, of course, right? But it's relatively easy.
1: It's yeah more because because
0: like my my uncle like had to hide it, and then when he told him like his his oldest brother like kicked the shit out of him
1: mm, when he yeah. found
0: out that he was gay,
1: hmm.
0: and when people like thought because you know he's gay. And he was like six four, so he couldn't hide. He was like six four and like lanky <laughs> and like very fair. Fev-
1: yeah,
0: and very like very like you see him walking. I, I just thought it was weird because I didn't nobody told me he was gay. He
1: but just, I just seemed a little different. Yeah, he
0: just seemed different, but he was like nobody loved us the way he did. Yeah. He just loved us so much. And he was like, oh dude, he was like the nicest guy. And mm. he he was always like helping strangers, hmm. like giving people like he came to our house like in socks one time and we're like why and he's like oh because this guy needed shoes wow like he's a
1: fucking that's cool he's a
0: fucking nice guy dude he's yeah. a beautiful human being but uh he was gay in the 60s and i'm like dude that's fucking rough camp
1: dude yeah you know
0: what i mean when like people would like beat you up we're like right okay i grew up playing a game uh smear the queer
1: oh yeah of course
0: right yeah that was a game right that's a game that you play and I didn't know what that
1: meant. It had n- nothing really to do with being gay or not. Yeah. It was just a game. It was just a game. I don't even know. And yeah. We
0: just, and we just kind of played that game. It was it was weird. And and I didn't know what it meant. I just knew it was a funny word because I never really heard that word. Right. You know, and then I remember I saw a pin in my uncle's like drawer and it said, uh, I'm here and I'm queer.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah.
0: And I was like, wait, what? Hmm. And this was like in the 80s. And I'm like, wait, what? What does that even mean? Like, you play the game? The game? Like, <laughs> yeah, like would you play the game? I didn't know what that meant. You know, and it was it was interesting because he was like a, he was an artist and he painted. And there was a painting that we had. I don't know if my mom lost it or what, but it was a painting and that he was doing for class, and it was like a ship in a storm, and he ran out of white paint. So he used toothpaste for the highlights.
1: It's hmm. creative.
0: Yeah, dude. It's and spelled he was, better. And he was, yeah. And he was just a, <laughs> he was just a brilliant guy, dude. Hmm. Like, I don't even know, uh, I don't even know where he came from. Cause he didn't really fit in with the family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause they were all like hardworking, keep your head down. Like, don't, you know, and don't make any He was more waves. of an artist. And he was just like a free spirit, like artist guy. And I think about, like, I still talk to my sister about it now. Like, you know, what would he think about like our kids? Like, what would he think about, um, you know my my artistry.
1: Well, and what would his life be like today?
0: Yeah, because he. Died. If he could
1: be more yeah. open and out. And-
0: yeah, I mean he was he was pretty out. I mean it was in. Luckily, he was in San Jose, which is you know pretty close to San Francisco, and right. You know geographically, like that's the corridor that opened up first. Middle America took another twenty years. I'm guessing.
1: <laughs> Still working on it.
0: But you know the the greater Bay Bay Area, you know opened up to you know, alternative lifestyles pretty early. Right. And, you know, before it became like completely accepted, you know, he he died from cancer mm. and HIV.
1: Mm.
0: He, he got the double whammy. In the 80s? It was like 19, uh, he died in 1991.
1: Hmm. So. Yeah, that was rough. So he made, made it a a to the of- 80s that fucker,
0: no. fucker made it through the 80s you know what i mean <laughs> wild as shit
1: yeah you know? that's back when it was yeah it was That's wild dude. yeah fucking wild when polk street in san francisco was like you don't go down there unless you're yeah you're, one of them
0: yeah unless you're into some <laughs> real loving you,
1: <laughs> you know? see those guys wearing leather and whatnot and-
0: yeah it's, it, i think people like especially my generation like growing up like the movies portrayed gay people as being like like weak or like super mm-hmm. flamboyant dude but I knew some gay dudes that would kick your ass you know what right, I mean yeah. like those are gay like those are some gay dudes I knew that I went to school with and I'm like pretty sure he's gay but I'm pretty sure he'll beat me up you know what I mean <laughs> right, right a yeah. couple cats like that like hey, I'm not gonna fuck with him dude he's right and he's and he's fucking cool so you know, just leave him alone you yeah know? it's and he played smear the queer with us <laughs> You know what I mean? And he was tough. You know what I mean. What are you going to do? You know, so uh, it was just.
1: Did you call it smear the Tommy? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's weird how 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 uh, phrases have changed over the
1: years. Right. Well, it's funny that you grew up in San Jose and played smear the queer, and I grew up in Concord and we played it, and it was most people you talk to.
0: Yeah, in our age, like like that yeah. was a thing. But like now, like I don't think if I, my son's my oldest son is four. And I think in, when he's 14, say 10 years from now, if I were to mention that to him, he'd say, what is that? Right. And I think that's very cool because we've progressed as a society. Right. But it's also like, that shit was archaic.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? That shit was archaic, dude. Like- that was I, remember, I can picture it right now playing on my friend's yard. We'd...
0: Yeah. And you just dogpile whoever's got the ball. <laughs> that's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the difference like kids growing up today, you know, they're behind screens, they're playing video games, they're on the computer, they're doing extra studies, you know. Yeah. You they go don't, home with three hours of homework. Yeah. You don't go out and like live life. And I mean, I think a lot of my experiences were, you know, you'd ride bikes, you'd ride your bike, you know, 10 miles away, your stingray, just messing around get home before six, you know, before it was dark. And nowadays, you know, we drive our kids, you know, three blocks away to school because we don't have the boogeyman to get them And a...
0: Yeah. Band. And plus there's so many cars on the road and so many, the yeah. more, the more cars on the road, the more assholes on the
1: road. Right. Right. It's just how it works. Right.
0: Like when I was a kid, I remember, I remember riding my bike. I had like, I could go three blocks down to the church, And then one block up and two blocks over, kind of like that Mm. way, if that makes sense. I can see it in my head, but it doesn't probably make sense when I say it. But that was like my radius that I could ride my bike. Right. Right? Well, about a mile and a half up the road were the cherry orchards. Mm-hmm. So me and my friends would go ride our bikes to the cherry orchards and we'd go after, you know, after they would harvest, we would go kick the trees.
1: Mm, get the leftovers. And yeah.
0: And the fucking, the cherries would rain down on you <laughs> and we'd go put them in our shirts. You know, we'd put right. our shirts we'd make a little right. basket out of our shirt and then ride home eating cherries. Right. And one day I, I come home and there's like cherry juice all over me and my mom's like, what's that on you? Is that blood? I go, no, it's cherry juice. It's like, where'd you get cherries? I'm like. <laughs> uh, Excuse me And she's like Where'd you get cherries I was like "Uh, I couldn't think of A, a lie fast enough Because I didn't have Any fucking money
1: <laughs> Right I was
0: like "Uh." He's like, were you at the orchards? I was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck are you doing at the fucking orchards? I'm like, ah, I was like, ah, with my friends. We went to go buy some cherries. Cherries. Fucking cherries.
1: Well, both Worth my it. parents worked, and they didn't get home until probably six at night. So we get home from school, and it was kind of a free-for-all.
0: The old-school latchkey kid, huh?
1: Totally, yeah. We had a key under the mat, and- As long as I put, you know, made the, uh, hungry man dinners. No, it was, uh, (laughs) remember this, the, put the pot roast in a bag, a plastic bag. It had the seasoning. I can't think of what it's called. Seal meal. Seal a meal. Oh yeah. You put the meat in a bag. It already had the seasoning. You seal it up, put it in the oven. It would cook. So as long as I did that and maybe, uh, you know, put some vegetables in the steamer to make them gray. Then I was good
0: <laughs> to make them great. <laughs> it's, it's not
1: like you steamed nowadays, like, you know, with vegetables, you steam them for a little bit.
0: Yeah. You give them a couple minute, a minute and a half. Those tops. you put them in a
1: pressure cooker and cook them for a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were so many things I ate when I was a kid. It's like, this stuff is nasty that I totally enjoy now.
0: Oh, dude. I used to love those hungry man dinners. Oh yeah. Those Swanson, uh. What was... It was Hungry Man and what was the other one? Hungry
1: Man. Well, anytime my parents would go out... Those are Swanson ones. They'd they say, okay, we'll go to the store. You can pick out your own TV dinner. TV dinner? And you have that while we're gone. And it's like, sweet. Yeah, you get the Hungry Man with the fried chicken and the corn and... and mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes and maybe like a... Like a, a biscuit cobbler. Or, yeah, a cobbler. It was a like a cobbler.
0: cobbler. <laughs> a cherry cobbler. All that shit cooked in the same
1: fucking... <laughs> same tin. <laughs> If my mom had if they had people coming over, they would make um the jello dessert, but it was the three layer, like the special one. Oh nice. So it had like a cream on the top and then a little darker and then the jello on the bottom in these fancy like champagne glasses, but you couldn't touch them. It would you know, guess <laughs> yeah. only. Like,
0: Guests only, damn. like none for the
1: kids. <laughs> That's right. We had to eat the steamed vegetables.
0: Dude, I remember my mom got really pissed at us because like she was entertaining some people from the church and she made, she pre-made, this was her mistake. Okay. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> she, she made strawberry shortcakes and she dressed them with the fucking whipped cream ahead of time.
1: Mm.
0: So oh, of course the strawberry sor- shortcakes absorbed all the whipped cream. Right. And there was like a whole half, there's like an entire bottle basically of <laughs> whipped cream. So what do my, me and my sister do? We take it to the back and we just empty that thing into our faces. (laughs) And then we go put the empty thing back in the fucking kitchen. And my mom's like, oh, she sees what's going on after the Bible study or whatever was happening. Right. And she's like, oh, let me, hey, what the fuck? Hey, come here. Hey, come here. (laughs) We're like, huh? Like, we don't know what's happening, huh? What's going on? And she goes, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? You guys ate the shit? We're like, yeah, we fucking ate this shit. (laughs) fucking the church people in the other room we were getting cussed out for eating the. <laughs> so she offered them uh, strawberries. Right. It's like ah, uh, strawberry shortcakes or that, and they ate them. They were nice people. They're like oh, I remember nice. we
1: always had Cool Whip, which was, <sighs> I think it was like an artificial. I remember Cool Whip. I still it's a, I cool love Whip. it. I still love it now, but
0: I love it on pumpkin pie, dude. Mm, yeah.
1: I, I think yeah.
0: their big. I think their big thing is still to this day uh, Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, that's their big push. And you can't have enough.
0: No, dude, we used to get um, a Cool Whip and mix it with like fresh fruit, like strawberries or right, whatever, right, or blueberries, yeah. whatever. We mix it and then freeze it. Mm-hmm. And then you eat it and it's like icy, mm-hmm. but it's fruity and it's fucking pure fucking corn syrup. <laughs> fucking delicious, dude.
1: Mario's, artificial, Mario's over here
0: going like, hey, dude. Artificial goodness. <laughs> See, I'm going to put the kids on or something. Yeah. <laughs> Watch dad go.
1: It's almost like these, uh, those uh, leche popsicles.
0: Oh, dude. The, the milk with the, um, fruit. And- the paletas. Yeah. Oh. See, a lot of people get the water ones, the ones that are made with water. Yeah, no. that's okay, So those are good if you're yeah. getting the lime, the lime flavor. Right. Or there's the watermelon one that you want to get, like the yeah. water ones. Yeah. But if you're getting peach. Or if you're getting strawberry, mango, you want the fucking milk, dude. Mm. You want that like heavy cream in that motherfucker.
1: Love those (laughs) things. Uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah, where we lived, it was like down. It was across the street from the expressway and it was down a very busy street. And then it moved down to, we're on the corner and it moved into a residential street where we were. Right. It was still a busy residential street, but it moved into the residential neighborhood. So when the paleta man would come by with a little gring,
1: gring, gring, ring, ring, ring mm, ding, yeah.
0: he'd come by <laughs> and it's like a on, in the summer, that's a long fucking walk on the asphalt and the fucking, uh, the sidewalk, right, the cement and the asphalt, just radiating heat at you. You're like, fuck, dude, you're so hot. <laughs> and we'd always be there in the front yard with a hose and we'd always offer the guy, uh, a drink of, of water from the mm. hose. You're like, Hey, can I get some water? Be like, yeah, yeah, here, and and then if we, the reason we would offer the water is because if he's there,
1: the bro deal.
0: No, we'd 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 guilt my mom or my aunt into giving us a fifty cents each for a fucking mm. paletta. <laughs> See, you learn how to work it. Young. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So we got many paletta that way. Yeah. Say, hey, you want some water? <laughs> and then my mom or my aunt would be like, No, no, get him a glass of water. Get him a glass of water.
1: Yeah, I'm our like, neighborhood, oh. we had the, uh, we always had the ice cream lady and she drove, it was the, a green van and it was the pixie, pixie something, but she'd have that music playing and
0: <laughs> something, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you get those, uh, the candy necklace.
0: Oh yeah. And you suck
1: on those things and then, you know, you're wearing around right your neck so then your neck's all
0: sticky. <laughs> sure it's all sticky <laughs> and gross, <laughs> dirt, like clotting on your yeah. Neck
1: the funny thing now is like you know like a missile bar those things were giant back then oh yeah and now you get them and they're like five inches long it's like what yeah, happened it's, it's like
0: dude i remember fucking going into a diabetic coma after eating yeah they were
1: 12 14 inches long yeah dude, they
0: were super long <laughs> the uh there was the there was a missile pop and there was the astro pop it was like three colors oh, that's right. yeah, red yeah. white and blue yeah Dude. And when I was a kid, there was a superstars of wrestling bars Ooh, and you get it. And it was like cookie on one side, chocolate, um, vanilla ice cream, and then chocolate on the back. Mm. And it'd be a wrestler on there, like Hulk Hogan (laughs) or Brutus, (laughs) the barber beefcake or the ultimate warrior (laughs) or or one of those wrestlers from the eighties. Yeah. And it came with a card too. It's a card. And then you got the wrestler on the fucking ice cream you Dang. got two chances to be cool in front of your friends.
1: <laughs> and was that 75 cents?
0: Uh, it was, they were yeah, 75. Because the regular ones are, uh, no, I'm old enough so that they were 25 cents for the Missile Pops and 50 cents for the superstars. Mm. And then they went up to 50 and 75 and then they went to right, 75 yeah. and a dollar. Now yeah. they're like $11 for fucking a Choco Taco. <laughs> Choco Taco. Remember the Choco
1: Taco? <laughs> oh,
0: those are so good. Yeah.
1: I think Jim Boy sells those.
0: Dude, look, I, I rarely smoke weed, but when I do, there you better not be a some Choco th- Taco around, dude, because I have no fucking
1: self-control around that shit, dude. Like, oh, You'll be getting down on some Choco Tacos. Oh, no, I'll fuck those things up, dude. A box of those fuckers. You're like, honey, you need to make a run to the store.
0: Like, hey, no, no. Yeah, wake her up. Like, very politely, because when, when I, like, if I smoke weed, I'm super polite. If I could speak at all, oh. I'm like very polite.
1: Yeah. Hey, hey. One
0: o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Hey. Hey, can you, you go get to get the store? store? Me? Dude, my wife will be like She's like, what the fuck are you the talking fuck away? about? <laughs> my wife be, and She goes, uh <laughs> goes uh, please. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, okay, I love you. <laughs>
1: And then you're digging through the refrigerator looking for stuff that you Uh, can make.
0: No, dude, look in the refrigerator right now is like a half eaten Oreo Blizzard from (laughs) (laughs) and uh, a half eaten, I don't know what it is, but it's from Gunther's. Oh. Cause the boys go and they get like you know they get big ass fucking scoop yeah and then it's usually it's it's always after they eat dinner right so we'll go out somewhere or sometimes we'll have dinner at home and then we'll go out and we'll take them and get a blizzard and get them some Gunthers or whatever yeah. So that way they're just not all fucking sugared up. They actually got food. And then there's not enough room for the whole thing. They're
1: good for about a third of it.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, every once in a while, I'll just grab a fucking spoon out of it. I'll be <laughs> like, let me get some of that. And there's a bunch of icicles on it. And yeah. You're like,
1: ah. and then you eat the whole thing in the morning. They're like, they go in to get it. And it's like, what happened to it?
0: No, those fuckers will stay there for like two weeks until they see it. And they'll go, <laughs> my my youngest goes, ah, <laughs> He's like a fucking pirate, dude. He just points at the fucking freeze, at the fridge, and he goes ah. And I'm like, hey, dude, relax. Now he pushes the chair to the refrigerator. Oh wow! And opens up the freezer and goes ah, but he still can't reach into the back. He goes ah. <laughs> ah!
1: He's on brother's shoulders.
0: And- oh man! Uh, if he gets brother, if he gets brother up, he goes. He'll, he'll go. He'll go. Baba, Baba, ah. <laughs> and we'll go like, dad, I want the blizzard. I want the Oreo blizzard. I'm like, ah, oh,
1: I'm so Did you bad. started.
0: <laughs> Did you started? Yeah. They're, they're four and one and a half. No boy. So yeah, they're wild. Yeah. And my, my, my one and a half year old Danny, he loves his brother, dude. Mm. His brother's like the, like today his brother came home. He was fucking in trouble because mm. he smacked one of his friends. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he smacked one of his teachers like in the, he, he like, not like a, a fucking like karate punch or something, yeah. but like he smacked her like, Hey, uh, like in the, in the stomach. Wow. Yeah. And what? And then he ran over one of his friend's fingers. With-
1: it's all on the same day. <laughs> in the Same day, bro. Hit rampage. In the
0: same day, bro. And the <laughs> same day ran over one of his friend's fingers with the car and refused to say sorry. Wow. And we don't let him get away with that shit at home. Yeah. He didn't yeah. Uh, He's just going through a phase right now. I don't know where he's getting that shit from, but we don't whoop his ass like that. Right. You know, he gets a spanking or I mean, that's rare, dude. Yeah. He gets time out and you know, right. gets a talking to and that's enough to, you know. Positive discipline. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So he's on the shit list. He goes in the room. He's got time out. And Danny's over there at the door. <laughs> no, he goes, he goes, Baba! <laughs> no subtlety. None, dude. He knows something. Baba! Ah! Yeah! And he can't quite work the door handle yet.
1: Oh. So he's
0: like, ah, 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 and he's like trying to, he doesn't know how to open it. He, he thinks if you move it back and forth, it opens. Mm. Dude, when he figures out that you just got to turn it one way
1: hard. Yeah. Oh dude. My so like, brother's hey, on lockdown. Yeah,
0: brother's on lockdown. He's ready to spring him out of jail.
1: Okay, like, hey, dude. Leave him alone. He's in the backyard at the yeah, f- window. He,
0: yeah, he just wanted to fucking like he just wanted to see that he was okay.
1: Yeah, that's like, cool. Are they, are they
0: treating you bad? Are they treating you bad, bro?
1: Like <laughs> uh, slipping dude. notes like, under the door.
0: Yeah, dude. I'm like, hey, I like that you love your brother, but get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he's, he's on, on yeah, he's on punishment. He's, he's smacking kids
1: and teachers. Okay, <laughs> like, running be, people over.
0: Yeah, kid he's a fucking timeout. Jeez. yeah but i mean (laughs) look dude luckily my kids are both wild and in a home that shows discipline yeah because i've met some kids dude and they're fucking duds
1: right they met the kids who are too nice right too well-behaved right like hey do something
0: yeah go set something on fire yeah what the fuck are you doing here do hang out with
1: us. My older son, he was, um, he was our first. And so he was the, uh, experimental child and we were very, you know, he ate vegetarian. He didn't watch TV. He didn't wear clothes that were masculine. And most of this was because my partner was, uh, pretty hardcore feminist. Okay. And I'm like, okay, whatever no guns, no weapons, no nothing. And, uh, when he was in first grade, they had a deal where they had three cards on their desk and it was, um, green, yellow, and red. So if they got in trouble once, they'd have to flip it to yellow. And then if it got in trouble again, they flipped it to red and they get in more trouble. So the first time he got one flipped to yellow, We took him out to Vic's ice cream and celebrated the fact that he finally did something wrong. It's like, (laughs) thank God. (laughs) Poor kid. And then our younger one, five years later, he's sitting in a high chair, watching TV, eating a beef rib, drinking a soda. Yeah. (laughs) We went, we were the total pendulum. It's like all the way one way and then all the way the other way. And they both turned out great. They're perfect kids. Kid. Couldn't ask for any more.
0: Well, I think, I think it's just the the overall because there's always blips in in your lifestyle in in what you're you I think people are always trying something new, whether they realize it or not. They're always trying to. They're always in a phase. Right. Like looking back, I can see that I've always been in, in a new phase. At, you know, I mean, at every fucking point in my life, I'm in a phase of some sort. And you know, my kids are kind of going to be in that phase too. I'm mm-hmm. in a phase right now where I'm like really focused on art and art shows and you know the podcast and work and I'm juggling with mom and them and it's it's a whole thing. But the thing that doesn't change is who mom and dad are. Right. Those things don't change. The things that mom and dad do, those things might change a little bit, but mom but and dad don't change. And
1: consistent behavior with the kids.
0: Yes. Like cons- consistent expectations, right. Cons- and, you know, and consistent treatment of them. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, it's pretty consistent. I mean, they're like, Hey dude, I love you guys the most. I love you guys so bad. Or, Hey, I'm fucking done.
1: <laughs> hey guys, I'm fucking done. I'm going to adopt your get ass in <laughs> Get in the
0: room. Get in the room. We're taking you to the orphanage later. Get out of here.
1: <laughs> Pack your, get a stick in a nap, uh, oh, the, knapsack.
0: The, the hobo, the hobo yeah. sack. Nice dude. Yeah. yeah. So listen, man. It's it's almost it's getting that time, buddy. All right. So listen, I ask everybody this, all right? Say you're walking down the street, all of a sudden you're attacked by a fucking pot of geese, mm. and you're gone. Mike's gone. What do you hope your legacy is? What do you want to leave behind? What do you want people to be left with? <clears throat>
1: Um, really that I was just a kind, caring person. I mean, I really, you know, I have kind of a gruff exterior and I've gone through a lot of stuff, but bottom line is, you know, helping, I love helping people makes me feel great. I've done a lot of volunteer work and just knowing that I was, you know, generous with my time, always willing to help somebody be there for them. and, And the fact that I made some cool stuff is, that's kind of fun, but Really, it's more just knowing who who, who I was and that I thought I was kind of funny, but (laughs) since I'm not the only one.
0: Well, Mike, look, dude, I consider you a true artist and I'm glad we're friends.
1: Thanks. Me too. And
0: also we're on the same beer. I know. It's amazing. The We Are Sacramento Beer release party is uh, May 5th.
1: Thank you, Mario Lopez. May 6th. May 6th. We be there.
0: We're going to be there. Oak Park Brewery. Sounds good. Mike, my friend, thank you for doing this. Thank you, Philip. I appreciate it. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by We Are Sacramento and the Loft.